This episode is brought to you by Aftershocks. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kids Views. I'm here today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hi. Hi, Amy. And Andrea Smith, our technology guru extraordinaire. Hi. Hello. Hi, Andrea. Today on the show, we are doing all things audio, and we're really excited to have a new sponsor, Aftershocks, who makes these really cool headphones that use bone conduction technology. We'll get into what that is in a little bit, but we are also going to stay on our audio kick and recommend the best podcasts for kids and teens, and also for parents. We get this question all the time, which is, What do you guys listen to? (laughs) Which, um, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that especially Amy and I are like crazy podcast fans, (laughs) Um, but also kids. And there is an audio revolution going on for kids. Um, I would think spurred even more by the smart home devices like Alexa and Google Home. So we're going to dive into that. But we want to talk about these headphones first. So today we have a new sponsor, Aftershocks who makes these really cool bone conduction headphones, which we're going to talk about because we actually tried them out. We tried out the Trex Air and the Trex Titanium Mini. All three of us have been walking around with our bone conduction (laughs) headphones on. And um, I, of course, made everyone in my family also try them (laughs) because what's, you know, it's just my opinion doesn't count, obviously. Um, But these are really cool. I don't know what you guys thought when you were trying them, but I am a walker, so I walk everywhere in the city, and it was so different to be listening to podcasts or music while I was walking and hear what was around me at the same time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like these, These are really cool because they use bone conduction technology, which basically there's nothing covering your ear. There's nothing in your ear like an earbud it sits right in front of your ear. So everything is going through your, your bone structure in your cheeks. And I've actually been using Aftershocks headphones for a couple of years. I met with them at CES a couple of years ago. So I was using an older version. Um, I was using the Trex Titanium. And in comparison, the Trex Air, um, they are so much lighter and so much sleeker. I, I love them. I've been living in them for the past couple of weeks. Isn't it that the titanium, I mean, that titanium frame is really light. Yeah. It's, it just, you know, sometimes I'll put headphones on and I feel like I can feel them. They're heavy on my head. I'm the kind of person to, if I put my head in a, my hair in a ponytail, I get a headache or bobby (laughs) pin in my hair. I get a headache. I've always been like that. And so I need very lightweight headphones. And, you know, when you talk about the bone conduction, it's the coolest thing because it's actually vibrations like the vibration of the sound is going through your cheekbones Mm -hmm. into your inner ear yeah and it gets translated as sound and like the whole scientific part of it is awesome to me how it happens but as you said Rebecca walking around being able to hear both it's like you've got your own little uh, mixer right there because you can listen to the street noise and 
know if a car is coming and also listen to your podcast and your music. Yeah, I listen. I use them when I jog or when I'm out for a walk because I used to take one earbud out so that I could hear what was going on around me. I don't want anybody sneaking up on me. I don't want to miss hearing a car coming as I'm crossing the street. So these just make me feel a lot safer when I'm out because um, I can hear everything going on around me. And I also wear them inside the house too, because if I'm like washing dishes or cooking, I'm always listening to something. And this way I'm not tuning my family out. I can hear my podcast and I can hear what my kids are asking me. Or maybe sometimes you want to tune your family out. Well, that's that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> then she puts the earplugs in, <laughs> right? That come with them because you can, you do have that you. option, right? But you have that option if you're sort of on a plane or on a train where you they do come with these little foam earplugs. So if you want to also block out the noise around you, you can do that. Um, it's kind of nice because it makes it optional. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, my daughter tried them out in her gym class and she, her high school is on a college campus. So their gym is actually like this big giant college gym. And because she had ACL surgery, she gets to work out in like the real gym, like on the treadmill and the elliptical and everyone else has to go play dodgeball, you know, <laughs> so it's the horrible gym. Um, but she said what was great about it is she could wear these and she could hear her gym teacher. Like she could hear what was going on in the gym. So first of all, she didn't look like she was tuning them out and rude and with mm-hmm. her earbuds in, but also she kind of knew when class was ending and she could get herself ready and get off and not look like she was, you know, higher and mightier than everyone else in her own little gym. Um, but it was definitely a better system for her. And I, and I think also not being tethered with the cord, the fact that they were Bluetooth, um, my daughters are notorious klutzes. <laughs> so I think <laughs> they're constantly like one of those, you know, shows where you're still, you forget you're tethered to the cord and you pull away and you're like, what? I do that on the treadmill. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. So like she didn't have that worry, which that's all I need is her like, you know, tearing her other ACL from doing that. But um, both my daughters, I don't know about you, Amy, but my girls go through so many pairs of earbuds because they lose the oh, little yeah. like plastic nubby thing. It makes me crazy. So that was the other thing. Not only that, but the but they, they just stop working because yeah. the cords, you know, it just wears out inside. Yeah. My daughter is terrible about that. Yeah, so I appreciate that. And also that they don't get gross and gunky with like people's earwax. Like that's so (laughs) gross too. (laughs) It's just the disgusting things about earbuds that these don't do because they just are on the outside on your cheekbone. Like it's it's such a different thing than having that little plastic nubby thing. That's true. That is an excellent feature that I hadn't thought of. (laughs) But I one one thing um, that I love them for is using with my bicycle. Like I can fit them underneath my helmet, like like under the bottom of my helmet, and they're not illegal. In New York City, anyway, it's illegal to bike with two earbuds in. So again, I used to just have one earbud in, which was annoying. But with these on, I can listen to Google Maps directions. I can listen to a podcast. I can listen to music. I can make phone calls while I'm biking. And it, I can still hear everything that's going on. So especially if you exercise, these are just amazing. Right. And also for exercise or even for outside, I mean, sweat, not a problem. They're 
IP55 certified, which in geek speak means basically they can withstand sweat, they can withstand extreme heat, extreme cold. So if you're biking outside on a really, really cold day, they're good for that. And the battery life is about six hours, which is not bad. You know, it's really not bad for these kinds of headphones. A lot of people use these for talking on the phone. So they also have noise canceling mics. So you can walk on the street, have a conversation on the phone like most of the world does these days, but again, still hear traffic and make sure that your conversation is heard as well because it kind of cancels out what's going on around you. Yeah, I like that. And they sound good. Like, especially with, with bass and stuff, because like you're, you're hearing it and feeling it. It's really cool. Yeah, the feeling thing is really interesting. It's the kind of thing you really have to try it. Feeling the audio um, is a very cool thing. And so there's two, right? There's the um, titanium, the Trex Air and the Trex Titanium Mini. So the Mini, I don't know, Rebecca, about your girls. I mean, the only difference really is that the Mini has a shorter band for smaller heads. I preferred the Mini, actually, for me. I guess I have a small head. (laughs) But I also prefer, I prefer them. Um, I found the other one was a little too big for me. My husband loved them, but the mini, I, I think you kind of have to measure, like you have to know what's comfortable for you. But to me, they were like perfect. The minis were, and my daughters used the minis too. And it's not like, I mean, they're teenagers. It's not like they're five. So I think their heads are fully grown at this point. Um, but that's a good point. Um, we actually have, a deal for our listeners. If you would like to try these, um, they are very cool. It's an amazing thing if you live in a city or if you commute regularly and you really should be aware of your surroundings. Um, our Parenting Bites listeners can get $50 off Trex Air or Trex Titanium Titanium Mini bundles at www.aftershocks.com, which is A F T E R S H O K Z. Dot com with code PB50. That's like Parenting Bites 50. And again, this is for a bundle. So it's not just the headset by itself. Um, and what comes in the bundle? Oh, it's cool. Like it, there are different bundles to choose from. It depends on how you're going to use them. Like there's some bundles that come with exercise accessories. There's a bundle that comes with um, like a portable battery charger, which you can use for your phone or for your headphones. So you can just look at the bundles and see what accessories you would use. And you're basically getting those accessories for free. Yeah. So again, you can go $50 off, go to aftershocks.com and use code PB50. And if you get them, let us know. Let us know how you like them. Let us know what you think. And we hope you check them out. We thought they were really cool and we think you will too. We'll be right back with our segment on everything audio, podcasts, music, what we love to listen to for kids, teens, and adults. We are back with our second segment here on the best audio shows for kids, teens, and adults. We're actually really just going to tell you what we listen to, <laughs> which is, I think, the question we get all the time. We really do get this question a lot on Facebook um, and in real life from people about great podcasts for kids. I think it's become a much bigger thing because of Alexa and Google Home. I think people are listening to a lot more podcasts at home, like, or have their kids listening to a lot more podcasts. And I know that the car commute, the two school, two after school activities from our school has become 
a huge space for listening to audiobooks and podcasts together rather than your child's music, mm. <laughs> like which I highly recommend. I think I always thought that would be the worst part about being a parent in the suburbs was having to listen to Radio Disney all the time. I think I would have just <laughs> lost my mind. Um, Speaking as someone who wrote for Radio Disney, I agree 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's it's funny, but there's a lot of really, really great um, material out there for kids that parents will want to co-listen with, right? Like that is the goal is things that work on those two levels like the Muppets used to, right? <laughs> like it appeals to the kids, but the parents find things in it too that are fabulous. So I know, Amy, you had a list of kids' podcasts. Yeah, I've got some great kids' podcasts. And I, I can honestly say that each of these are ones that I would not mind listening to. I'm not going to say that I just listen to them myself as an adult, but um, they're all really, really good to listen to. So the first one is called Book Club for Kids, and um, each episode's about 20 minutes. They cover a book, and there's even a number, a phone number on the website if you want to be on the show, because they have actual listeners on each episode to talk about the book. And so the guest leads that discussion. Um, each episode has a celebrity reader to read parts of the book, and then they do a short interview with the author. So they pack a lot into that 20, that 20 minutes. Um, and that's at bookclubforkids.org. The next one is, I would say it's for teens, um, called The History Chicks. And it's not specifically like made for teens. I just think that teens would get a lot out of it. And it, it's profiles of women in history. And these are long episodes. Each episode is like hour and a half-ish. Um, and the one that I listened to about Anne Frank came in at, at well over two hours, but that allows them to go really in depth and just amazingly produced. The next one is called But Why? And this one's definitely geared towards younger kids, but I learn a lot from it. Um, I had But Why on my list too. Oh no! <laughs> we totally didn't consult each other. All right, you can talk about that one then. Um, no, no, go ahead. Go well, ahead. It's, it's just... If if you scroll through the titles and you, like you'll see how many questions they're talking about that as an adult, you have no idea what the answer is. Right. You don't have to be the one to answer your kids' questions anymore. Right. And you or can Google. learn something. Yeah. So that's from Vermont Public Radio. And it's it's a really, really great podcast. One of the things I love, too, is that they crowdsource from kids. Um, so they Kids can submit questions using the voice memo feature on your phone. Like you can record your kid asking the question and submit it right from your phone. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, the next one is called Kid News and it's News N-U-Z. Um, and these are just little five minute episodes that are produced daily. And like you listen to that in the morning and you've got a really good, it's kind of like that one that the New York Times does for adults. Um, you've just got a really good um little capsule of important things happening in the news and stuff that you can talk about with your friends and you can sound smart and like you know what's going on. Um, and there's a quiz at the end to make sure that you were paying attention. Um, but they're fun. Like the, the, the episode that I listened to when I was doing this research, um, it had a piece about the girl who wrote to Steph Curry about his shoes not being listed in girl sizes. It had a little thing about the, the first all-female spacewalk. It had a piece about the Queen of England getting on Instagram. They talked about the new Star Wars land. So they cover like newsy stuff that's going to be interesting for kids. 
The next one is called Pants on Fire. <laughs> it is so much fun. It's um, each episode has a kid contestant that asks two adults questions about the topic that they're supposed to be experts in, but only one of them is actually an expert. So they're trying to figure out like which one is the liar and which one is actually the climatologist or whatever. Um, and it's, it's fantastic. And this is like for elementary school age, I think, cause that's, that's like the age of the contestants. So I think that's right. a good age to listen. This next one is not one that I would listen to because um, don't hate me, but I only read the first Harry Potter book. <gasps> I know. Amy. I know. That's <laughs> for me. I know. I should, especially with this podcast, you'll see why. Um, I, I read the first one. I liked it. I started the second one, never finished it. I should probably try them again now. Um, but this podcast is called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. And it basically treats the Harry Potter books like they are sacred texts. And each episode takes a chapter and uses it to discuss an overall theme. Um, sometimes they integrate it with real life events. They take questions at the end. Um, one big warning is that for somebody like me who hasn't read the books, the show does have spoilers because, you know, they're discussing right, the Right, but they have to talk about the book. Yeah, exactly. Like they, <laughs> they don't keep anything, you know, they, they, they talk about everything. Um, but if your kid or you are really into Harry Potter, this is, it's just an amazing idea. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I have to say in conjunction with that, if you haven't listened to the audiobook series, like the actual Harry Potter books on audiobook, you are missing out. Maybe that's what I should do. Yes. That, that's actually how I read all the Harry Potter books. I, I think I read the first one and then I loved it so much. I got all the books on audio. I would just get them from the library and convert them and put them on my phone and listen in the car on my way to work. And it was such a wonderful way to listen because you kind of hear the characters come alive. And uh, Amy, you should probably try it that way. You might yeah. really enjoy it. And it's Jim Dale. Who, oh, I love him. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know Broadway, but he's a legendary and he's, uh, it's just unbelievable. That's how we started reading the books as well. I read them before I had children. <laughs> um, so my husband and I had a trip to Vermont and we put on the first Harry Potter and we got to our hotel and we kept driving. Because <laughs> we were like, we can't stop. And then we went to Borders, because this is how long ago it was, and bought the second book for their drive home. Like, it was so good. Oh, wow. Okay. I definitely need to try again. Um, yes. And my very last kids one is called Short and Curly, which Boy, I that's think, a yeah. Name. It, that's a terrible name. It's an unfortunate <laughs> name for a great podcast. Um, I think maybe it's because it's Australian. Maybe the term means something different there. I don't know. Um, but it's an ethics podcast for kids. And it's just fascinating. Each episode tackles a moral dilemma. And each episode has the two hosts who are a lot of fun and a professional ethicist. And they have kids weigh in on whatever the dilemma is. And you get to listen to Australian accents. So <laughs> except for the name, a total win. That's awesome. I love that idea. Kids need ethics more than ever now. So yes. go for it. Um, I love, so I had some personal favorites. One is Story Pirates. And I'm very biased because they're a New York-based <laughs> troupe who we've seen a million, you know, forever when my kids were little. And now they're 
my girls are all grown up, but Story Pirates is not. Um, so basically what they do is kids suggest original stories and this bunch of actors and sort of their comedians, whatever, they act out the story. Hmm. Um, it's hilarious because it's totally participatory, you know, when you see them live, but on the podcast, they've sort of completely captured that that spirit. And I just love the idea that the kids come up with a story and the adults have to figure out what on earth they're going to do with it. <laughs> so it's really fun. Um, the other one is, I think actually the most popular children's podcast, I think it's number one and it's been number one since it launched, which is wow in the world. Um, if your kids are radio Disney fans, Mindy Thomas, um, she's the host. And so every kid knows Mindy from radio Disney. And then she's with Guy Raz, who's an actual uh, journalist, but they kick off with um, real news stories. And then they start to, you know, and sometimes facts, but a lot of times they're handling news stories and running down almost like NPR style of like the day's news um, or a big question. And they put it in a way kids can understand, but it's not terrible for parents to listen to. It's not so dumbed down. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of that. And then my last one is a series, which we may have talked about before, but the unexplainable disappearance of Mars Patel, um, which is, I will say, a friend of mine's husband. Um, he's an actual, a real writer. This is a scripted drama series. Um, it, it's an adventure story, basically. And it centers around Mars Patel and his friends who are on a quest to find their missing friends. So it is like a Nancy Drewish mystery. It has a very concrete season, but it has great cliffhangers at the end of each section. It's the kind of thing like your kids will be excited to get back in the car <laughs> to go where they're going next. Um, or as a treat, you know, every night they can listen to an episode after they, you know, brush their teeth or took their bath or did their homework, whatever you need them to do. But it's kind of fun, I think, to have a real serialized um, podcast like that that kids can listen to. And obviously you can listen to these things on Alexa or Google Home. So it doesn't just have to be in your car. Um, and then... That's what I've got for kids. For teens, I think teens can be listening to mostly everything adults listen to. So there are teens that love cereal, This American Life. Um, you know, if you've got kids who are super into politics, certainly the um, Slate Political Gab Fest is a great one. If you've got budding feminists in your home, what used to be called the Double X podcast, but is now called The Waves, which I can't stand that name, but that's what it's <laughs> called. Um, there's no reason for your teenagers to listen to like, quote unquote, kid podcasts. Uh, for teens, definitely. Um, you know, they can do the Daily Show podcast. Like there's just great, there's just great podcasts out there. That's actually a nice feature of a lot of TV shows that, you know, especially ones that are that are topical. They just turn the show into a podcast and it's a great way to get it if you don't have time to watch all that TV. Right. Like Rachel Maddow, how's hers? I mean, there's like a ton of great, um, you know, Mark Maron, WTF podcast. If your kid's really into interviews, like you can what I like about podcasts is you can dig down into that library and just listen to the people you want to listen to being interviewed. You don't have to listen every day to, you know, to every podcast that you subscribe to. That's what's to. so great. You look, you look at different episodes and you say, this interests me, this doesn't interest me. So yeah. you don't have to listen every day or you could sometimes when I go to the gym and I'm listening to a, you know, an all talk podcast, I put it on, um, double speed. Yes. So it just like, I can still understand it, but it's a little bit faster and I get through, you know, I can get through it. Although sometimes if there's more left, then I'll stay on the treadmill. So 
in one sense, it works against me, I would say. <laughs> but I do like putting it on double speed. I can't do it. I do time and a half um, for certain people, like the daily podcast from the New York Times, because he speaks really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first one, the daily one. That was yeah. on my list. I can't even do it on like 1.2. There's something really? in my brain where I'm like, like, I don't know. I think I... I savor the pauses. I even tried the podcast program that I use, which is actually going to be my bite. Um, it actually has a setting where you can just take out the pauses. And I even turned that off because I kind of savor the way people naturally talk. Ah. Oh, that's nice of you. I savor time. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, what are some podcasts that you listen to that you'd recommend? Well, the Dale. So I mostly I listen to news. I, I can say I don't listen to a lot of kid podcasts. So I do news and tech shows. So I listen to um, Kara Swisher. She had Recode for a while, and now she has a new one that I really love. And she really talks to Silicon Valley people and um, digs deep into tech. I listen to The Daily, of course, from The New York Times. Um, and I really, really like uh, Stay Tuned with Preet, oh, uh, the, the former U.S. attorney, Preet Bharara, I think is how you say it. Um, talks about, you know, justice, but he also really breaks down, like my favorite one of his was the week after the Kavanaugh hearings. Um, he's delved into the opioid crisis. He's done, um, you know, American Civil Liberties Union, just really, really good things. Mom, Mom's um, demanding action for gun control. He just had one. I can't remember the guest's name, but it was the best um, interview hands down that I've ever heard about the, the death penalty. It was oh. so good. Huh. I'll have to, I haven't heard that one yet. So that's that's one of the ones I will listen to at the gym. Um, also from the New York Times, there's something called Still Processing. So many years ago, uh, one of their, uh, who I think one of their top writers, Jenna Wortham, mm -hmm. she was a tech writer and uh, I used to go to tech events and shows with her. She's kind of moved on to pop culture now, which is something that I have to say I might be lacking in a little bit since I don't have teenagers and I'm not working in a newsroom anymore. So um, she and another writer, Wesley Morris, host Still Processing. And it's kind of like, you know, what's going on in pop culture? What's going on in race in America? What's happening in um, history and social conversation? So I do enjoy that a lot. They did that, right? I think it was them that I listened to last week. They did an exceptional podcast about Michael Jackson. Mm. I think that was them, but I'm that pretty sure it was still them. processing. Yeah, yeah, I think it was them. But coming them. to terms with sort of loving him and having him be such a pivotal part of your childhood and then 100% believing these two men that have come forward and finding Neverland and just trying to reconcile what that is, like just yeah. how, how well, kind you of like Bill that. Cosby, you know, it's the yeah. whole Bill Cosby thing. Loved this was him, worse. part of my childhood. Yeah. This was, it's worse. Michael think, Jackson. And then not just that, but everyone kind of knew even like the public, you know what I mean? Like everyone looked the other way. Probably um, even the parents who let their kids stay there. Well, no, for sure. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, Oh, I mean, it's I it's heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I think they do an exceptional job of of breaking down. I agree with you, sort of pop culture and the intersection with like society and race and everything. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then there's one more that I've started. Well, two. One also, Modern Love. If you read the Modern Love column in the New York Times, um, they have actors and actresses reading some of them. And turn it into a podcast. And so sometimes just hearing an article read to you in this lovely, 
female British accent just <laughs> makes it so much more magical, you know, because yeah. it's really about the audio, right? It's the podcast. Um, so I like listening to things that way. I also listen to a lot of my tech um, tech podcasts that way because, again, being able to hear something as a radio producer and writer is very different for me than sitting down and reading it. I know my attention span is just not there anymore, but if someone is reading to me, I love it so much more. I agree. I agree with all your choices. What do you got, Amy? I, I, think I listen to so many grown-up ones. I'm just going to mention a few. Um, but first of all, one that Rebecca hooked me on early in this podcast, because it was her bite, like first season or something, the Bowery Boys. Mm. They are so good. Each each week they take a different um, New York City-based topic, and you don't have to live in New York to find it interesting. It's just great history, and they're really good storytellers, and it's, you know, it's scripted, and it's well-researched and well-produced. Um, the West Wing Weekly. They're kind of wrapping it up. They're like midway through season six. and Oh, my God, finally. I know. West Wing only <laughs> had seven seasons, so not much longer. Um, and I think when it's done, I'm just going to have to go back and listen to the whole thing again because I'll be so sad. But, you know, they Aww. just they pick apart every episode. And they have great guests and they're not afraid of criticizing Aaron Sorkin when he needed criticizing. And I just I love them so much. And they're funny and they're smart. And they make fun of your grammar on Twitter if you tweet them with bad grammar. Um, <laughs> or at least Josh Molina does. Um, both seasons of Slow Burn were so amazing. Yeah. The first season dealt with Watergate. The second season dealt with uh, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. And they, I knew I didn't know anything about Watergate. I knew that that was all going to be revelatory. And it was so interesting. I thought I knew everything about the Lewinsky scandal, and I so did not. So that's a really good listen. Um, and then last is um, you might remember, or you must remember this. Which do you guys listen to that? I can't listen to her. I I, I love the topic so much, and I can't listen. That to was her. actually going to be my caveat. Her pronunciations are so bad and she her diction is so I, I can't weird, I can't do it but the stories are so good I know it's so good <laughs> that I I grit my teeth and listen um and I feel bad criticizing the way she talks but like I've heard her talk in interviews and this is definitely something that she just puts on for the podcast so I don't understand why she does it I don't understand why she talks that way um when it's not her natural voice if it was her natural voice that I might you know, so, okay, well, it's her voice, but it's not. I, um, I can't do it. I yeah. just can't. It makes me crazy. But the stories are great. She's got all these great, really well-researched stories about old Hollywood, and they're fascinating. And, um, you know, the, the series that she did about the Manson murders, oh, my God, it was riveting. Um, but, yeah. So <laughs> that's that, the caveat. That's the caveat with that one. Um, but such good stories. So I do listen to everyone. Yeah, I mean, I think I mostly um, listen to what you guys are talking about. I had a couple, I like, I have like my weekly things that I subscribe to and I, I kind of look at them every week and decide whether or not the topics interest me. I used to just listen to it regardless and now I've gotten much pickier with my time. Um, but I've come to really like short podcast series that are like kind of episodic like TV shows and then mm -hmm. end. Um, though I, think, I don't know if it was my bite one week, but Believed. I don't know if we talked about that, but it's all about Larry Nasser and no, the I don't think so. 
It is phenomenal. It's two investigative reporters um, in Michigan. I think one of them is the one who broke the story. And it's how he got away with what he got away with for so long, um, both with from the parents' point of view, like what happened with parents. But it's, again, I thought I knew what happened, but the real story of how he was really busted is unbelievable. Um, and then how Michigan State tried to cover it and what they knew. It, it's You walk out of there and you're like, that whole university should be like disbarred from the NCAA forever. Um, but it is phenomenal. And I think, I think a must listen for parents period. Um, and maybe, and for girls in general, maybe boys too, but like the whole idea of how, I mean, we were just talking about Michael Jackson, how pedophiles get away with what they get away with. It is phenomenal. Um, and how the justice system (laughs) fails them and everyone else fails them. That was phenomenal. Um, I think I've mentioned being Obama and being Oprah before. Those are two series. And actually, if you do like being Oprah, it then became being Obama. Like it was in the same feed. They're both, I don't remember how many episodes long, maybe seven. Um, Also phenomenal. Like it's not Oprah's life story. You're like, oh, I know Oprah's story. It's not that. It's the making of the show and how the show became what it was. It is spectacularly amazing. That would be interesting. That's different. Yes, it's totally different. It's the making of the Oprah show. I'm literally adding all of these to my podcast app as you're telling them. (laughs) It is so good. And then the same um, host reporter who's phenomenal did being Obama. And again, you think you know about Obama. It's not about Obama president. It's how Obama rose to become who he was in Chicago. So it is the very beginning of Barack Obama. So it has all of this knowledge and detail and background on Chicago politics. It is so phenomenal. Okay, wait, I'm um, not finding that one. Is it by any chance Making Obama? Oh, Making Obama. Okay. That's what it is. Making Obama. So those two, the Making Oprah, Making Obama, are 100%. Like, you got to listen to them. And they're short, and they're just full of all this other knowledge. Um, so those are my those are my additions to what you guys said. That, that's it for me. I have started listening to a lot more music and a lot less. So I recommend Spotify Premium. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my other thing. And I actually really do for your family. Um, although we all find the family playlist that Spotify generates hilarious when it tries to combine our music. It's the funniest thing ever. But um I do love Spotify and I'll end up listening to a lot of podcasts through Spotify on on my Echo all the time. It's funny you say that because um, so I pay for Netflix and I pay for, you know, Amazon Prime and all that stuff. And my son for over the holidays, um, he pays for Spotify. He's been having his own Spotify account since forever and keeps telling me how stupid I am that I don't have Spotify. So over the holidays, he actually upped his plan to a family plan Aww. and included me on his family That's awesome. plan. Well, you should Isn't use it nice? because it's amazing I do. and you can um, download it. So what's nice about Spotify Premium is you can download the music to listen to offline. Yeah. We do. We have the family plan of Google Play Music and it's the same thing. You can download it all. It's great. Yeah, I can take it in the car with me. It's great. And just for anybody who's looking for the making Oprah, it's not a separate feed. Like you said, it's like it's still it's just the beginning of the making Obama feed. Yeah, it's sort of like serial. Like if you want to listen to the seasons, like it's all in one right. feed. Um, so, yeah, making Oprah and, and making Obama. I'm excited. Just, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I want to like re-listen to it. Um, so that's it. That's all of our, oh my God, that's a lot of recommendations, ladies. I'm, I don't know if we're going to have links to everything we mentioned. I'll Amy, that's up to you. I'll put links to everything we met. We want to make it easier, easy for I our know. listeners. But um, you can also just, you know, look for them in your, in your podcast app. You yeah. don't need to go and to their if, websites. If you have a favorite podcast, like let us know, let us know what we should be listening to. Cause I'm always looking for something 
new. I really have, have sort of like worn out on a lot of the things that I listen to a lot. So I'm, I've been getting a little tired of the same people um, and the same opinions. So let us know. And we will be right back with our bites of the week, which I can't even believe we're going to recommend more things, <laughs> but we are. We'll be right back. We are back with our bites of the week. Amy, what you got? Okay. I have two. They're both related to the main topic. Um, the first one is just this really, really charming article. Not even charming. I was sobbing by the end. No. Um, it's about this premature baby that was not expected to live. And the dad, I'm tearing up thinking about it. The dad started reading the Harry Potter books to the baby. And every time he would stop, the heart rate would would start going crazy and the breathing would be bad and the nurses would be like, no, keep reading, keep reading. And it, it, it's just an amazing story about how the Harry Potter books, books got these parents through this time with their, with their really sick baby. And then J.K. Rowling found out about it. And I'll just leave that to the article. Oh, she's about, amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's so, it's just such a sweet story. Aww. My other one is about my favorite podcast app, because I think that so many people just use whatever podcast app comes with their phone, which is such a mistake, because if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you want the features that come with a really good podcast app. And I use Pocket Casts, and I think it cost me $4, however many years ago I bought it, best $4 ever. Aside from having great features that we touched on before, like being able to speed up and slow down podcasts and cut out pauses and, um, and all that sort of thing. The great thing about Pocket Casts is how it arranges your feed. Because I don't like to like pick and choose, like I just want everything to keep going. So like if I'm in the shower, or I'm biking, or I'm driving, I just want the next podcast to come on. And what you can do is you can prioritize each podcast. So if it's something like, um, like uh, Stay Tuned with Preet or Political Gab Fest um, that's topical, that, that's kind of now, that's prioritized first. And then if it's something like um, The Bowery Boys that I definitely want to listen to, but it doesn't have to be like today, that goes farther down in the feed, which is my absolute favorite thing about Pocket Casts. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, check I it out. I love that. It's fantastic. All right, Andrea? I will have to try that. Um, so I always thought that I didn't need a sound bar because <laughs> <laughs> I have these awesome Sono speakers in the house where I listen to music. And then I have my TV in the living room and it's not very big. But I've noticed as um, I'm not even going to blame my age <laughs> that, I, <laughs> that I need help. But I do have, you know, a TV where the speakers are in the back. And so the sound bounces off the back and I, I can't hear the dialogue. And I've wound up putting on a lot of closed captioning for, for shows, especially uh, shows with accents. So I have finally gotten the Sonos Beam soundbar. And it has seriously changed everything. It's you know, so small, not so small, but it's not huge. Like, um, you know, sound bars. I was worried that it wouldn't fit on my mantle. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, it's comes in white. So it blends right in and it's a smart sound bar. So Ooh, first of all, white. it, it's white. It comes in. That was a, a key thing for me. It's white. Um, 
it will work, of course, with my Sonos in my kitchen, my Sonos in my bedroom, all the ones I already have. So when I'm using my music app or Sonos app, I can designate which speakers I want the audio to come out of. But it's also got Amazon built in, so I can ask Miss A to turn on my TV. <laughs> um, it automatically paired with my remote. The dialogue is so much clearer that I actually can understand the TV. It's louder and it's clearer. It looks great. And um, I don't even know how many good things I can say about it. It works, you know, obviously with everything with your Amazon. And the only thing that threw me, and I'm curious if you guys knew this, I know obviously HDMI ports. I did not know if my TV had an ARC port, A-R-C, which is how you connect the music. So you basically take an HDMI cable and put it in that port in your TV and then put it into the smart soundbar. But it turns out that there's one port on most TVs that's both ARC and HDMI. And ARC is where the high resolution audio comes out of. So that's something I learned. Um, And it was easy as anything to set up. All I had to do was Google that to see if my TV had it. And it's $3.99, which I think for a soundbar is not a bad price at all. Nice. That's really nice. Yeah, that's great. We have the same problem. Um, So I'm glad to know it's actually just my TV's speakers and not me. It's not your ears. (laughs) It is your speakers. And the other thing is with Sonos, when I set up a speaker, they do this. I think it's called Tune tune Play. Yeah. Um, and, And so I actually had to walk around my living room with my phone waving my hand, you know, so it could sense the perimeter of the living room so it knew kind of where to send the proper sound to. Oh, that's um, Yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. It's designed well, it works well, and I'm happy with it. And I can cool. hear my shows. That's awesome. I have like a 20-year-old receiver where I have to like actually measure the distance and like set oh it all up God. in the thing. I can't just walk around with an app and wave. I need to upgrade. Time to upgrade. Yep. Amy's least favorite thing. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, my bite this week is a TV show that I have been watching with my daughters that we love so much. And I said to them the other day, I think there might only be two left. And we like cried. Um, it's called Good Trouble. It is a spinoff of The Fosters, which was an ABC Family show, which ABC Family became Freeform. Um, the Fosters is also great. It's on, it's probably on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. It's on Hulu or Netflix and you can go back and watch all however many seasons there was. The Fosters was about a lesbian couple um, whose last name was the Fosters, but of course they also had a slew of foster children because hello, that's how freeform shows work. Um, (laughs) So the foster children were for a family show, it was just every character was like incredibly well done, incredibly well drawn, but they got into just nothing but trouble. All these kids, like every week, my daughter's like, don't they ever learn anything? But <laughs> but they were all really fabulous and the show was great. So when the Fosters went off the air, everyone was sad, but they took two of the main characters, the two sisters, um, and they have a spinoff of them post-college. So the Fosters ended, they were basically graduating from high school, and then they had a little like wrap-up episode where you saw them a few years later. This show, Good Trouble, takes, actually it's past college, past law school. So one of them is graduated from MIT, one of them is graduated from law school, she's clerking for a judge, and the other one is at a startup, and they live in LA, and they live in like a 
like a WeWork, but for living, like a communal living space. I mean, it's so millennial that you could almost, you know, pass out, but it is so good. It's such a good show. It's a fabulous show to watch with your teenagers. Um, it is just probably your teenage girls will appreciate it more than teenage boys, but you never know. It's just so, so good and highly recommend it. And again, the characters are so well done and they touch on, you know, Black Lives Matter and of course on like, you know, fluid sexuality because it's a millennial show, um, but body positivity, like it just does all that in a very, very non-preachy way. Like again, like they are constantly getting into trouble um, and they're constantly sort of halfway disaster. No one's perfect, but it's so good. And um I highly, highly recommend it. It's like a very evolved Melrose place for a new generation, but not so soapy, actually dealing with much harder issues. But I love it. My daughters love it. We look forward to it every week. It's like our highlight. We we tape it and we watch it on like the weekend. We, it's like our treat. Um, so I highly recommend Good Trouble on Freeform or the Freeform app. Um, your children might already be watching it on their computers and you don't even know. I was going to say, like, I, whenever you recommend something that you watch with your daughters, I always say, oh, I'm going to tell my daughter about that. And then every time I do, she's already watched the entire thing. Right. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So watch it without her. I would say it's my new, like, folding laundry show. I always have a show that I watch while folding laundry, <laughs> but it's too good for that. You actually want to watch it. It's not just background. Um, so that's it for this week. We will have links to everything we talked about on this episode. Be sure to check out aftershocks.com and put in code PB50 for $50 off a Trex bundle. Um, let us know what you think. We really enjoyed them. We'd love to hear what people think of these Trex headphones. It's, it's a totally different, really cool experience. Um, we will have information on parentingbites.com and facebook.com slash parentingbites. Please continue to rate, review, share, and let us know what you think of the show on our Facebook page. Until next week, happy parenting. Bye. Have Bye. a good week. <laughs>